Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Twins win. They take another step to the postseason and... The AL Central crown with an 8-4 victory over the New York Mets today. Uh, the big inning, the seventh, four runs, and they cruise to an 8-4 victory. Kenta Maeda really battled today, gets the win, 4-7. and seven. That's certainly a good sign, and you got a feel for a guy that uh, continues to fight his way back like Kenta Maeda. And the timing of this ball game appears to be excellent because – Showers and thunderstorms starting to pop up on the radar. We'll have more on the weather in a moment. Uh, some heavy thunderstorms uh, south metro right now and more rain on the way in, and we really need the rain. So the 1 o'clock start, timing was good. Looks like we're going to have some more showers and thunderstorms move through the metro area as we move into the uh, evening hours, and we'll have more on that momentarily but on the ball game today 8-4 victory hard to complain about anything win the first two games of the series and take another step uh, to the postseason uh, today and in the lineup uh, Polanco had a hit Royce Lewis had another hit Uh, Carlos Correa did get a walk and a strikeout in three trips today scored a run but Max Kepler a monster day how about that three RBI triple uh, for Castro? And that that kind of uh, was the one that ultimately did in the Mets in the ball game today. And uh, New York, w- with that huge payroll to start the year, now fall to sixty four and seventy seven. Uh, the San Diego Padres, another big money club, uh, really spit the bid here in twenty twenty three. And the Twins moved to 75 and 67, eight games over 500. And it appears that the Twins are peaking at the right time and extend that lead in the division to seven games. Could grow to seven and a half, depending on what happens out in Anaheim. It'll be the Guardians and the Angels in that series. That won't get started until 8.07 our time. Gilito on the mound for the Guardians. Anderson for the Angels. Uh, the Guardians won uh, game one of that series on Friday night. So even though the Twins won, the magic number uh, drops to 14 either way. And the lead at the moment is seven full games in the American League. And if you want to talk about the Twins right now, I still think the biggest story is a guy who isn't even on the roster right now and that is Byron Buxton. And ultimately, what happens with Buxton going forward? 
He stayed in the Twin Cities so he could meet with team officials and the doctors to talk about that knee. He didn't go on the road trip with the Saints. And the question is, will he resume his rehab assignment with the Saints? And that'll be, uh, I would assume, one of the topics that comes up between Corey Provis and Derek Falvey tomorrow at noon on Inside Twins, our pregame show at 1230, uh, with Chris Satterberry hosting, then Corey and Danny with all the play-by-play in the final game of the series. And it looks like the weather is going to cooperate on Sunday. It'll be a little bit cooler, and it could be mostly cloudy, but there is no rain in the forecast on Sunday, and they ultimately got the ball game in today. But uh, what about Byron Buxton going forward? Uh, as you know, Alex Kirilov joined the club. Joey Gallo now on the injured list. And as we rapidly move to the middle of September and that magic number continues to shrink for the Twins, there's a lot of thought on what a postseason roster could look like uh, for the Minnesota Twins and how it'll be structured, who the starters will be, who will be in the bullpen, and then ultimately who are going to be the position players for Rocco Baldelli. So Byron Buxton has struggled this year, and, and we all know that. We, know, we don't need to break down the numbers. Uh, DH'd and struggled and has, has been banged up, went on the injured list, now on a rehab assignment, and that rehab assignment has stalled out at the moment. And it becomes, okay, he resumes his rehab assignment, and you call him up, and he continues to struggle. I'm not sure, based on the numbers he's put up this year, would you find him a spot? I know that sounds crazy, but here we sit on September 9th, and he's not with the club, and will he rejoin the Saints and resume that rehab assignment? And then what does he do when he comes back? And whatever remains in the regular season. So a uh, very interesting spot for the Twins to be in. By the way, a ton of college football to talk about as well. Uh, we've got a ton of teams in action around the area, the Northern Sun, the MIAC, the WIAC, the Pioneer League. Looks like St. Thomas is going to get thumped by South Dakota. Uh, we'll get you a final on that. We'll run down the Big Ten, the top 25 and, oh, by the way, uh, the Golden Gophers played tonight at Huntington Bank Stadium. That is a 6.30 kickoff. And Andy Greeter covers the Golden Gopher football team for the Pioneer Press. And he is lined up to join us at about 5.20 today. And before we say goodbye at 6, uh, we'll squeeze in Steve Carney and Steve Carney Outdoors. Get you up to date on what's happening in the outdoors. The fall hunting seasons are getting started. And then, of course, uh, anglers waiting for that fall bite to get started as well. It is 436. We'll take a quick break. We'll update you on the weather. Get into some college football scores here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins win. Beat the Mats 8-4. to They guarantee a win in the series. They'll go for the sweep on Sunday. Inside Twins on at high noon. Uh, we've learned Corey Provis with Derek Falvey between noon and 1230. Corey back on the night after, or on the mic after doing college football today. Not sure what game Corey was calling uh, today, but he will be back behind the Twins mic along with Dan Glyden. Chris Atterbury moves to pregame, postgame duties. 
uh, pregame lineup card at 12.30 with Chris. First pitch at 110, Corey and Danny. Series finale between the Twins and the Mets. Twins get it done 8-5. to Maeda the winner. Uh, Peterson the loss. Uh, Mets took a 2-0 lead earlier. The Twins uh, in the first. Twins come back, tied in the second, grabbed the lead in the third. Never looked back, put up four on the board in the seventh. Another in the eighth and get the 8-4 victory today. The magic number is 14. The lead in the division is 7. Cleveland and the Angels later on. So you're up to date on what's going on with the home nine. All right. I mentioned timing is everything in this world. And uh, we've got some rain already in the metro area. But uh, we're going to see more rain move in from the west. Uh, Some pretty good rain showers. St. Cloud area uh, down toward the Litchfield area and kind of sliding to the east uh, really heavy stuff down in southern Minnesota, uh, between uh, right along I-90 in the Austin area, and then up toward the Rochester area and moving east toward Winona. So there's quite a line, but uh, some spots are getting some much-needed rain at the moment, and it looks as though that'll move through. And then uh, quite a bit cooler tomorrow with highs in the low 70s, and mostly cloudy skies. And let's get you that forecast in detail here in the Twin Cities. And it actually could be raining where you are. You might even hear a rumble of thunder uh, here and there around the Twin Cities area right now. Some pretty big storms in the southeast metro. uh, Invergrove over toward Hastings getting ready to cross the St. Croix River. So showers and thunderstorms uh, mainly before midnight, otherwise cloudy and low near 58. And now they've kind of updated it. Partly sunny tomorrow and a high near 72. There'll be a breeze out of the north at 5 to 10. Should be a great day at Target Field for the series finale and, of course, the Vikes home opener tomorrow against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sunday night, partly cloudy, low near 54. Monday, sunny, 69. How about this? Tuesday, 65. Our low Tuesday night in the mid 40s. And then on Wednesday, sunny in 67. Thursday, sunny in 75. And then on Friday, sunny in 78. And I'm already saying, I will not turn on the furnace. I will not turn on the furnace. I will not turn on the furnace. Going from Labor Day weekend to thinking about turning on the furnace Tuesday night to put a little warmth in the house. I'm not going to do it, though. I, I'm not going to go there. Josh Wheeler, are you going to turn on the heat Tuesday night when it gets down into the low 40s? Uh, it's it's already that time of year where we're kind of switching things over from AC to heat, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, but I, you know, one one night in the mid 40s, I I think I I think we can we can bear that, and it, it gets warmer during yeah. the day. I, I I'm not going to go there. I'm not. And here's the thing, I haven't had that fall tune-up done. And I'm going to do a public service announcement. If you've got a furnace, and we all do in these parts, get it get it tuned up before the heating season. Do yourself a favor. Change of filters. Get it ready to go. Um, it, it, why, why wait till it's 10? Why wait until you have to turn on the furnace and find out that, that it's not running properly? Get it tuned up now. So... But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to turn it on uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. And by the end of the week, uh, we could uh, be up near 80, and it looks like another dry week. So any rain we get moving through today, tonight, wherever you are, 
Looks like that's going to be it through the end of the week for sure. It is 445. All right, let's get into some college football after a Twins win today. Uh, All the area teams in action, the MIAC, well, they're uh, playing non-conference games. The Northern Sun, uh, they're already deep into the conference season. And then, of course, over in the WIAC, they're playing some non-conference tilts as well, including a huge showdown between UW-Whitewater and St. John's. And that's probably one of the top showdowns of the day today. And Whitewater rolls over St. John's in Wisconsin, 56-28. to This game was close in the third quarter, and Whitewater pulls away for a big 56-28 to win. St. John's falls to 1-1. One one. Uh, conference play uh, doesn't start until later in the month in the MIAC. Some other finals on this Saturday, September 9th. It is Wartburg winning at Bethel today, 16-2 in Arden Hills. And one other final, Rockford University beats St. Scholastica 38-37. There is a game under the lights. And Hamlin will be at Minnesota Morris tonight at 6 o'clock. And as we get more finals uh, involving MIAC teams, we'll, we'll certainly pass that along to you. We did get another one. And in Northfield, Carlton beat Pomona Pitzer 45-24. to uh, Carlton gets a win at home. And uh, Carlton appears to be a program on the rise in the MIAC, uh, playing much better football as of late. And there are certainly high hopes uh, for Augsburg as well this season. Patrick Royce of the Star Tribune did a nice column uh, about the Augies. They won their opener over uh, Northwestern as St. Paul 52-10 to back on Friday, uh, September 1st. And uh, Augsburg not back in action until next Saturday. So there you go. All right, let's jump over to the WIAC. We mentioned some games there. How about River Falls? Big win over Iowa Wesleyan in Delaware, Ohio, 37-10. I hope they got to fly. Uh, Ohio, anywhere in Ohio, to River Falls. That's a long haul on the bus. Hardin-Simmons in Texas wins at UW-Lacrosse, 28-21. Stevens Point beats St. Norbert, 31-28. At Stevens Point, Wheaton of Illinois beat UW Oshkosh 30-21. It was Coe of Iowa over UW Eau Claire 44-14. That was down in Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids is an underrated town. Uh, Twins have an affiliate there. Cedar Rapids is a pretty cool town. Uh, Dickinson State, Stout, uh, that Menominee, we don't have a score on that tonight. Plantville and Dubuque of Iowa. All right, let's jump over to the Northern Sun. And we have four finals on the board. Other action coming up later on in the Northern Sun. Augustana beats Shadron State 27-3. Sioux Falls gets a big win at Marion Bismarck 36-17. MSU Moorhead rolls over Minot State 56-14. And Winona State thumps Concordia St. Paul downriver 33-8 is the final in that one. Other action in the Northern Sun today, Bemidji State at Southwest Minnesota State. I think the Beavers are the real deal and among the favorites this year. Perennial Power UMD at Northern State and Aberdeen at 6. And Wayne State visiting Minnesota State. They're under the lights um, at Blakesley Stadium at 6 o'clock tonight. And out of the Pioneer League, uh, not so good 
It is a final. South Dakota beats St. Thomas at the Dakota Dome in Vermilion, 24-0. So the Tommies get beat. They get shut out by the Coyotes in Vermilion, 24-0, the final in that football game. All right, we're going to bring in Josh Wheeler, and we're going to get an update on the top 25. Josh, 3, 2, 1, go. All right, let's take a look at those college football scores here around the country, starting with number one Georgia Bulldogs. They, of course, were dominant today against Ball State, winning 45-3 to on the back of Carson Beck, the junior quarterback for them, putting up 283 yards with two touchdowns and one pick. Again, 45-3 is the final score for that. Jumping over to the number five spot with Ohio State, they are uh, they won 35-7 to over Youngstown State uh, today over in Columbus. And then Penn State, number seven, taking down Delaware, 63-7 to is your final score for that one. Uh, Notre Dame, number 10, taking down NC State, 45-24. to Kind of was thinking maybe NC State might have some juice in that one, but uh, Notre Dame too much to overcome in this one. Uh, the Utes, Utah, number 12 team, taking down Baylor, 20-13 to is your final score for that. Jumping down to the 15th spot with K-State. Kansas State winning 42-13 to over Troy. And the big talker in college football so far today, Nebraska falling to number 22, Colorado. Uh, seems like Coach Prime is has things rolling for that Colorado squad, beating a uh, very not-so-great defensive team in TCU last week and then kind of beating down on an already down-and-out uh, Nebraska. It seems like a lot of fans are kind of throwing in the towel already in Week 2 uh, down in Lincoln, but uh, 36-14 is your final score there. Colorado seems to have things firing on all cylinders uh, this season. And then another final score, 66-17 Clemson, uh, bouncing back after a heartbreaker last week to Duke. Uh, Again, 66-17 is your final score from uh, Clemson, South Carolina there. Some games in progress. uh, Hold hold on, before you get to the games in progress, I want to jump in on Coach Prime and Clemson a little bit. Number one, Deion Sanders made the move over there. Wasn't a huge fan of the way he handled it with the players he inherited. I I, I thought in a way, basically saying, I want you to leave. You you, you don't have a spot here. But this this guy can obviously coach and can obviously recruit. And it is an amazing turnaround from a team that may have been the worst among the Power Five to a point now where they're, uh, granted, uh, the win over TCU is great. Beating Nebraska, everybody does. Um, but they're two and zero, and they're ranked in the top twenty-five. And who knows where he goes with this? But but it wouldn't surprise me with with the momentum he's got that he he is going to be a recruiting juggernaut. And I think he's proven he can coach. He obviously knows the game, and he is that rare. Superstar athlete. I mean, this guy was a rare talent, one of the great athletes of all time. And for him to become a tremendous coach, that that is very rare in sport. You usually don't see great athletes become great coaches. And, oh, by the way, not a big Duke fan, but I love that win over at Clemson a week ago. All right, let's get to the games in progress. Yeah, and you, and you mentioned, too, I think Nebraska, if, I'm, if my memory serves me correct, they are actually hold, they hold the longest streak of the Power 5 teams uh, to not ha- be featured in a bowl game. If, if you know, Take that for what it's worth. 
among those teams. So yeah, Nebraska unfortunately seems to be the team that's been getting beat down by uh, some of the other big Power Five teams. Uh, continuing on with the scoreboard, though, um, before I move on, also I want to point out. A lot, I think a lot of Colorado fans are looking forward to, I think the nation is looking forward to three weeks from now when they head to, or when they face off against USC, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley and that organization facing off against Coach Prime should be a, uh, should be must watch appointment television in three weeks. Uh, September 30th is uh, the day that is slated to happen. Uh, continuing with the scoreboard though, number two, Michigan currently up big 34 to nothing over UNLV. That one just about wrapping up in the third quarter. Uh, currently tied between Ole Miss and Tulane. Should be a good battle there. 20 versus 24. Ole Miss being ranked 20th in the nation there. Uh, all knotted up at 17. That one also heading into the fourth quarter. We are currently in halftime. Miami is up 21-17 to 17 over Texas A&M. Uh, Miami looking to upset the number 23 team there. Tulsa uh, currently falling to Washington, uh, the number 8 team in the nation. 14-3 to three is your score, but... Halfway through, or just just began, I should say, uh, the second quarter for that game, the Vols facing off against Austin P. Uh, they are losing three to nothing right now. That could be Not an good. upset. I mean, I know it's early in the game, but you know, a, a team like Tennessee, you would think would be uh, up big this early against that squad. Well, that's why they schedule Austin P. And I and I, I, I am now a fan. Of the Tennessee Volunteers, because Chip Scoggins, uh, columnist for the Star Tribune mm-hmm. and a regular contributor to the Chad Hartman Show, I really uh, enjoy their chats. Uh, he's a huge Vols guy, so uh, I- I'm pulling for Chip and and his Vols to get it done for sure. And uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed his conversations that we had with them last week on uh, Coach Prime and other topics uh, oh, involving no college football. Uh, had him out at the fair for a couple different instances during the shows. Uh, but yeah, love love the chipper. We're going to continue on with some more uh, scheduled matchups for tonight, as there's still a lot of college football to be to be had in the afternoon. My Oklahoma Sooners, number 18 ranked Oklahoma, taking on SMU uh, later on tonight. That is scheduled to uh, happen around about five minutes minutes from now, actually. 5 p.m. kickoff scheduled for that, and then Duke fresh off of their big win over Clemson, number 21 Duke facing Lafayette. Texas, Alabama, probably the big game that everybody's looking forward to because uh, a lot of people are questioning whether ta- uh, Texas can do it. Uh, Quinn Ewers hurt himself last week. He has a, b- a banged-up shoulder, but we'll see kind of what he can do against Alabama because uh, I just uh, I think Alabama is just too much of a well-oiled oh. machine. And, and, and Texas, they're, they're not as bad as Nebraska, but they're trying to relive glory, and I, I just don't know if, if they're ever going to find glory again. Down in Austin, uh, Alabama by seven. I, if I were a gambling man, I'd be all over that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, ju- I just think the Crimson Tide are going to roll over the Longhorns uh, tonight down in Tuscaloosa. I would I would hammer the over on that game because I just don't yeah. think I think Texas is a shiny quarter right now. I think they I mean they look good on paper, but I don't think they even compare to. Uh, the defensive scheme and the offensive powerhouse that is uh, the Crimson Tide. So we'll see how that one goes tonight uh, down in Tuscaloosa. We also have Oregon number 13 taking on Texas Tech uh, down in Lubbock. Uh, that one should be a good matchup. Grampling versus LSU number 14 LSU uh, down in Baton Rouge. Wisconsin number 19 taking on Washington State. We also have Southern Miss facing off against Florida State number four ranked Seminoles uh 
hosting that one. And then we also have UC Davis against the number 16 Oregon State Beavers and Stanford taking on Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, and the USC Trojans. And that is all the games for college football coming up. Should be a fun night of college football. I know I'll be tuning into a few of these games uh, throughout the night too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how thrilled my wife's going to be about me watching a ton of college football <laughs> tonight, but I, I think that is the deal. We're going to talk Vikes uh, next hour. We're going to go outdoors with Steve Carney. We'll get a Golden Gopher preview. Gophers Eastern Michigan at Huntington Bank Stadium. Could be a rainy start over at the U. A uh, couple of games I want to get to out of the Big Ten. Uh, the Cyhawk on the line. Iowa leading at Iowa State 20-3. to Both teams are 1-0. That game late in the third quarter. Uh, some finals out of the Big Ten. Uh, we, we already mentioned all of those. And that was Ohio State winning over Youngstown State. Penn State beating Delaware. And Colorado taking down Nebraska. Uh, there are a couple other games under the lights tonight, a handful. Number 19, Wisconsin-Washington State, uh, Charlotte at Maryland, Temple at Rutgers, and, of course, Eastern Michigan and Minnesota. Uh, other games involving Big Ten teams in progress. Three minutes to go in the third Northwestern, leading Utah UTEP 28-7. That game in Evanston, Michigan State rolling over the Richmond Spiders 31-0. I didn't even know they had a football team at Richmond. I thought it was just hoops. Uh, and, by the way, uh, delayed Purdue at Virginia Tech 7-0. I'm assuming lightning in that one. All right, we have all the news, all the weather uh, coming up at 5 o'clock. And, and there is rain out and about, maybe even a thunderstorm out and about. Uh, so be aware of that for your evening plans. Tomorrow looks good. Twins win. If you're just tuning in, Twins win. Beat the Mets 8-4. to four. They clinch the series victory. They go for the sweep tomorrow on a Sunday at Target Field. Weather looks good. Vikes open tomorrow at Target Field as well. So, all right, uh, Twins at Target Field. Vikes at U.S. Bank Stadium at high noon. So it's going to be very busy downtown. If you're going to the Vikes game, uh, you got to get there early. You know all about that. And if you're going to the Twins game, you may want to get there early because I know a lot of Viking fans like to park in those ramps and take the train uh, down the street to U.S. Bank Stadium. So by all means, keep that in mind. All right, we got to run, we promised. The news, the weather, more college football scores. Andy Greeter with the Gopher Preview. We'll talk Vikes, we'll talk NFL, and take you outdoors with Steve Carney. Here on News Talk, A3O-WCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.